Welcome to Coming Home with Heather, a podcast for women on their journey of self-discovery and healing. I'm your host, Heather Stewart, and I'm here to guide you on your quest for self-love, acceptance, and unshakable confidence. I'm here to help you find unconditional love, deep healing, and connection. I hope to inspire you and to empower you on this journey of coming home to yourself. Welcome. I want you to take a moment and imagine this. Your future self living anxiety-free. How does she look? How does she feel? What does she believe? How does she handle adversity? I'm willing to bet that you answered those questions something like this. She looks content and confident. She feels happy, healthy, and fulfilled. She believes that she can conquer any obstacle. She overcomes adversity effortlessly with grace and compassion. How did I do? Pretty spot on, yeah? The most important question I want you to consider is that last one. How does she handle adversity? Why this question you ask? How you handle adversity is a testament to your capacity to sit with difficult emotions. Your future self handles adversity like a boss because she learned how to sit with difficult emotions instead of running from them. Right now, if you struggle with anxiety, the anxiety is your adversity. It is the biggest obstacle to your success, but it doesn't have to be. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about how avoiding difficult emotions like anxiety actually worsens the anxiety. I know it sounds counterintuitive, but hear me out. So let's start with where you're at now. Experiencing anxiety on a regular basis, doing your best to manage your symptoms, and probably often avoiding the situations, places, and people that trigger the anxiety. You regularly find yourself in an anxiety-provoking situation, we'll call that a trigger, which leads to the uncomfortable symptoms we're all familiar with, like worry, fear, a racing heart, sweaty palms, sometimes hyperventilation, feelings of being overwhelmed, maybe even dissociation or depersonalization, depending on the, the intensity of your symptoms. And as you well know, these are all symptoms of your fight or flight response kicking in, trying to keep you safe. So what's the immediate logical solution? That's right, to avoid the trigger. Now, avoidance can look like canceling plans, procrastinating, numbing with food, drugs, or alcohol, not taking risks, avoiding confrontation, or even leaving social engagements early. Now, don't get me wrong. 
avoiding an anxiety-provoking situation will provide temporary relief from anxious feelings. You will get immediate gratification and relief by avoiding something that commonly triggers you. But just like any quick fix, that relief is temporary. Here's the harsh reality. And if you're a loyal follower in my world, you know that I keep it real. So get this. Avoiding situations that produce anxious feelings actually increases the anxiety in the long run. Yes. Why? Because the ultimate goal of reducing and ultimately overcoming anxiety is to increase your capacity to tolerate uncomfortable situations. Again, the ultimate goal of reducing and ultimately overcoming anxiety is to increase your capacity to tolerate uncomfortable situations because your triggers don't go away. They stay there. What happens in your external world is largely out of your control. However, your capacity to tolerate them and respond to them in a healthy way increases. So when you begin to avoid negative emotions associated with anxiety, you are decreasing that capacity to tolerate distress or risk. This lower tolerance or lower capacity causes you to build negative psychological associations with the people, places, and events that cause the anxiety. To put this simply, your brain is constantly scanning your environment for threats or triggers. When it finds one, it creates a blueprint or a negative association, right? This thing, bad. Avoid this thing. Over time, anytime you feel even the slightest discomfort, your brain recognizes the source of that discomfort as a new potential threat. So it creates a new negative association, which is then programmed into your subconscious mind, where most of your interactions with the outer world actually stem from. Your brain then latches onto unconscious sensory triggers. In other words, triggers that you're not consciously aware of, like loud noises, for example, that become associated with anxiety-provoking situations. And over time, you become triggered more and more easily by situations that may not have triggered you before. Until you cannot tolerate any distress at all, and you find yourself in full panic mode the majority of the time. This leads to what we call anticipatory anxiety, which many people call social anxiety, which leads to further avoidance. Do you see the vicious cycle? So in short, the fear that initially led to the avoidance worsens, and the brain learns that when the anxiety-producing situation is avoided, the symptoms go away. As a result, the symptoms of anxiety will be worse the next time, and avoidance is more likely. And with time, your physical symptoms increase, you worry more, 
you experience more intrusive thoughts, you lose confidence about your ability to cope, and you become dependent on your safety behaviors to get by. This repetitive cycle keeps you stuck in your anxiety. So many people I talk to, they're like, I just feel stuck. I've been experiencing anxiety for years and I don't know how to get out of it. You get stuck in that cycle and you end up sabotaging yourself all in the name of not having to experience uncomfortable emotions that come from your anxiety. Now, pick your job off the floor and listen because there is hope. One of my incredible mentors said something in a coaching session this week that resonated so strongly with me. I just, I just have to share, share it with you here. She said, as soon as we bring awareness to an old pattern, the pattern changes. It is no longer the same pattern because we're no longer in it. Because by bringing awareness to it, we've stepped out of it and we are observing it. And it's in that observation space that real change happens. Is your mind blown as much as mine was? (laughs) I hope so. So you are now aware of the cycle of avoidance and how you've been unconsciously self-sabotaging and actually creating more anxiety in your life. So that awareness, that awareness of the pattern means now you're ready to find a solution. So Heather, what is the solution you ask? The only long-term solution to breaking the cycle of avoidance is to face your fears. Slowly begin to do the things that scare you. I'm not talking about like jumping into the deep end and doing all the scary things all at once because that's just going to have you ending up in panic again and again and again and you're not going to get anywhere. I'm talking about being willing to put yourself, willing to put your to consciously put yourself into manageably uncomfortable situations with a clear exit plan in place if you get overwhelmed but you must make a solid commitment to taking yourself through the discomfort and to not quit when it gets a little bit difficult but to use your coping tools to carry yourself through it if possible It helps to have a safe person with you through this process. And this can be a friend, a family member, a therapist, a mentor, or even a coach like me. This safe person is someone who knows your story, someone who is open and willing to help you make a game plan to begin to build your capacity to tolerate the discomfort while simultaneously holding you accountable to your commitment to yourself. Overcoming anxiety isn't easy. But it is possible once you decide that there is no way you're going to continue being held back by anxiety and panic. You have everything you need inside of you. Coach yourself through this process. 
begin to see every situation as an opportunity to learn that you can cope with anxiety and that the worst case scenario that keeps running through your mind, for example, panicking in a public place, it doesn't actually happen. You will succeed sometimes and sometimes you'll feel like you failed or that you couldn't cope and that's all okay. That's part of the process. But each time you succeed, even the tiniest of victories, you prove to yourself that you can do hard things, which increases your self-trust, which boosts your self-confidence, which ultimately increases your capacity to endure future distress and discomfort. And as you already know, I'm always here to help guide you should you feel led to ask for help. Thank you for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so that more people around the world will be able to hear it too. And remember, keep exploring, keep growing, keep loving on your journey home to yourself.